Hello and welcome to a special edition of Nightlight. We're going to be meeting Amelia, a listener in New Brunswick, Canada, who wrote and asked if she could testify on this program of the huge impact and transformation the Bible classes on Nightlight have had on her life. I think you'll find her testimonies of the miracles the Lord is doing for her and through her as thrilling as I did. It's Nightlight. What a delight. Amelia, welcome to the Nightlight podcast. We do get a lot of very encouraging reactions and comments to the shows, but you're the first one to ask to testify on the show. So how have these shows impacted your life? <laughs> Life-changing, 360 a few times. <laughs> Life-changing, transforming. Mm. Uh, I think at, I was at some point in my life back in 2019 in the summer. I have a very good friend, Christian, who on the side, he, he's a counselor, a family counselor. I mean, he's a very, very good Christian man, so is his wife. And I remember telling him at some point, we were all talking together, and I said, I feel like the Ecclesiastes what is the purpose of living? I had gone to a point where I've done this, I've done that. I've tasted of all the waters. I've seen things. I've been places. And what's the purpose of life? And he was like, my friend, you need something. You need cooking classes. <laughs> Save yourself. You're too pessimistic. And it was difficult to explain to people. I was not pessimistic. I was just hungering for something deeper in God's life and, and what he meant for me, right? Right. So at that time, it was really a series of events. I, I connected with um, some friends from Romania and that friend from Romania. She commented on your post and I was like, ah, I know this person. I know Chris. I heard about him. <laughs> His voice all over the place. <laughs> uh, so then I checked out the post you made and then I kept going back to your page. And I think about a week or so later, you posted hindrances to faith. And that was very interesting for me, especially because my entire life as a Christian, I, I was wondering, how, how can I have faith? Those words that Jesus said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, then you could say to this mountain, what do you mean have faith as a mustard seed? <laughs> I try to have faith, Lord, I try. But that class shook me up completely shook me up. I remember listening to it for the next two weeks back to back sometimes. The moment I had wow. a few moments, I'd go back to it. And sometimes I would just cut it in half. I didn't have time. I'd just go back to where I left off. Uh, I got in touch with Melvin afterwards. I said, explain yourself. <laughs> by that time you had posted the, the class on authority part one, I said, what is this? What do you mean authority? What do you mean all this? It's like, oh, what is that? So he had a lot of patience with me because I'm, I'm a strong person. I'm I'm like, yay or nay, black or white, I don't have time. I don't like the pie in the sky. And there are a lot of preachers out there with pie in the sky, right? Promising all kinds of things. And the Lord shall do and the Lord shall have. And, and sometimes they don't happen. That's right. The key for me was to realize that abiding in the word. And it was a process. It was a little bit of a crab walk. Sometimes one step forward and two steps back and then one step forward. <laughs> keep at it. But abide in me. And I in you, right, as the branch cannot bear fruit without the vine. That abiding in the beginning for me has to be made by choice. I had to make a choice. I had to, it's the word of God. 
And this is what I need in my life. Because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, but you also have to put on the new man. Put on the new man. So there was a reason why Paul keeps saying that. Put on the new man. He's like telling them to do it. So that was the choice that it was up to me to put on the new man. The new man was created, the new woman, the new me. So it was a series of events. And for me, it was a proof of the pudding. I had to try it out. So if Melvin said you have authority and the word of God says there is authority for the Christian and you're a new creature and this is given to you, like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. So I started talking to the weather. I started speaking to the weather. We had a couple of very, very bad storms. I spoke to the weather and it stopped. Amazing. And I was saying that it was a process and a step one, step two. Because in the beginning, it's the trying of your faith. Sometimes things don't happen right away, and you're like, yeah, I don't think so. Right. But for me, it was a choice. Like I told you, that major cyst, I had a cyst on my body that it was always small, very, very small. And every once in a while, sometimes once a year, we just get super infected, and I would need medical attention. And if pills would not work, and some doctors, they don't want to touch it. They don't want to diagnose it. So finally, when it happened, I would say a couple of months ago, I just infected so much. It was about two inches in diameter. Very painful, very uncomfortable. And the doctors were talking about maybe operating, maybe giving me some strong medication. I went home and I said, no, if by his stripes I'm healed, Jesus suffered me. That's a slap in his face. If he paid for my sickness, then I am healed. And that's what I'm standing on. Amen. So infection, you have to go out. Like There's no coexisting between Jesus' spirit, his grace, his healing, and infection. There's no coexisting. There's no, you know, in between. And then less than, less than 10 days, it started going down. And less than 10 days later, it was gone. And one of my conditions was, you shall not remain in my body. Not even that little cyst that was there for over 20 years. You shall not remain in my body. I command you in the name of Jesus, go. And he's completely gone. Praise God. Like completely gone. Like not even a trace that was ever there, not even a scar, nothing. Shining Love's Light. You're listening to Nightlight. If I am to, to tell you my entire life transformation for two years ago and all the big and small miracles that have happened, I wouldn't have time right now. <laughs> because like I was saying last weekend, I told my daughter... Uh, we can change the weather. And the weather changed. I told the weather, you better change. You change because it's my father who gave me this authority. Yes. And Jesus bought everything back for us as the kingdom of God. And I love walking in the kingdom of God. And not just uh, these physical manifestations, but they're wonderful, right? I mean, God never intended for us to be sick. That's right. He never made Adam and Eve. They're going to be sick once in a while. So then, you know, when you're sick, we don't meet in the garden. <laughs> Right? Uh, come and see me in the evening. If you're not okay, then we'll take a rain check. He'd never intended for us to have any of this. So if he didn't, that that's how I'm walking, by his kingdom. Not the kingdom that Satan brought on afterwards after duping poor Adam and Eve. Man, the poor guys, they must have such a hard time in heaven. I feel bad for them. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Uh, the kingdom of God that's manifesting in my life every single day. 
Wow. Big wow. ways and small ways. Sometimes the small ways are the big ways. Like I was telling you earlier, uh, somebody stole a tractor. It's worth quite mm -hmm. a bit of money. I mean, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> People spend a lot more money on these uh, gadgets. I just had a basic one, and but it's still worth about $3,000 on the market now. They just came and picked it up and they left. Uh -huh. I could not, I was trying, but I could not be mad. I had such perfect peace. I was like, well, my gosh, I'll supply all my needs. And somebody took it and well, we'll see what he does. But I had major peace in my heart. I was not mad at them. At some point, I felt bad for them. I said, they might be very desperate for money, right? Right. They might not have food. They might have to sell it for parts. So the Lord knows. But one thing that, that makes a big difference and that I notice is that's not me. <laughs> I was telling you, I used to have such road rage, and I felt so righteous. I was like, mm. you did not go by the book. Mm. You made a wrong turn. You put me at risk. I can't believe you're driving so <laughs> irresponsibly but now it's more like lord help them to make it home maybe they're angry maybe they're sad maybe they got bad news right and it's not because i made an effort in any of these things you know the flesh profited nothing it is the spirit that quickeneth the moment i realized that if i let the spirit work in me my only choice was to abide in the word and my friend sue she's a, she's a christian we, we talk together a lot, and, and she wants all these Bible classes, and she's just like me. Oh, what can I do? Roll up my sleeves. Okay, I'm going to help God here. No, there's no helping God. <laughs> there's no helping him. There's no helping him in, in, in make things right. There's no helping him in have peace. There's no helping him. He gave you the peace, the peace that passes all understanding. You know, come unto me, and I shall give you rest. And if it's given to me, you see, that was one key word. In one key aspect, if Jesus gave me peace, peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, but I give you my peace, God's peace, then I have it, right? Right. Yet, if I don't let it manifest in my life, it is not because I don't have it. It's because my focus is on the world and the world's peace rather than onto God's peace. And Sue kept asking, well, well what do I do? What do I do? Because we went together and we had a, a small Bible class with her aunt who has cancer. Well, when you go through sickness, do you believe the sickness or do you believe what God's word says? Because I had to go through that. And I used to have very bad migraine headaches. And praise God, they've, they've gone less and less and less and less until about two weeks ago. I woke up Sunday morning with a terrible headache. The moment I lift up my head, I didn't feel it throughout the night. The moment I lift up my head, it came like like a big noise in my head, and I was I was completely at peace. For me, it was a surprise. I, I even I remember saying it out loud. My dogs were walking with me. So, I, well, are you lost? <laughs> what are you doing in my body? You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> you don't belong here. Like you really don't belong here, Satan. Out. I went down to the kitchen. It was gone. Like wow. out. There's no, I'm not compromising. There's no compromise between God's kingdom and Satan's kingdom. There's no compromise between God's healing and Jesus' sacrifice and the quote-unquote natural life that we live on earth. There's no compromise. It's either or. Amen. And for me, I had to take a stand, and I had to take it many times. And remember, I, I, I was saying about that, the migraine headache that was reaching really significant proportions. It was like 10 out of 10. And the moment I said, 
my body is bought with a price. It belongs to my father. Mm-hmm. Jesus paid for it. It's not mine. That second, the pain went away. Mm-hmm. It was like the fog completely lifted. I even stood up at 3 a.m. and I was shaking my head just to see. <laughs> Still, there's something there. Uh, no, it's gone. It's gone. And it is real. I realized that throughout my life, I put up so many things that we call natural. Right? I'm 52, so, I, you know, wake up down the stairs. My body is, oh, my elbow's creaking. Oh, well, I'm getting old. No, 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 no. I'm not putting up with that anymore. No, no. You better work. When was it? I'm doing a little bit of a gardening. So when I, I knelt on something, uh, when I knelt, I knelt on scissors that kind of stood up and just straight into my knee. Ouch. It was a, quite a gash. It was bleeding and all. I just banded it a little bit. And my daughter was like, oh, mom, we need to go stitch it up. I said, no, it's going to be healed. Well, yeah, mom, but by the time it's healed. <laughs> I said, no, by tomorrow morning, this is healed. And the next tomorrow morning, it was healed, closed, wound. It was a gash of about half an inch deep and an inch wide. It was a gash. It was a scissors went into my knee and it was healed. I took the bandaid off. That's it. Healed. Wow. Amazing. I don't put up with these things anymore. No, because if my father said you're healed, I'm healed. Mm-hmm. It's either or, right? I can't, I can't believe otherwise. Um, this friend of mine who had a very severe stage four pancreatic cancer. It was a very rare type of cancer. I was saying that during COVID-19, he couldn't go back to Cuba. Cuba, they have the, a little bit of natural treatment through scorpion venom, things like that. It was keeping the, the cancer at bay. Right. Mm-hmm. At least was not advancing because they gave him four to six months to leave when they finally discovered it in 2018. 2019, he was feeling okay. But then when COVID restrictions happened, he couldn't go to Cuba anymore. He was very, very sad and he almost died, passed out in his apartment. His brother found him. They took him to the hospital. Local doctors, they were experimenting different drugs on him, right? See what works. And uh, I finally met, we met up and I said, well, let's meet together. And I, he's a Christian, right? A lot of people here, they, they have the basic Christian thing. Although, I mean, like I'm a Christian, but what does it really mean? Anyway, at least they're not against it, right? So it's easy to strike up a conversation. So we talked about it and I explained and I said, look, you know, I've never been healed of cancer, but whether it's cancer or headache, it doesn't matter. It's the same stripes, the same suffering. Jesus, he Mm -hmm. did it. So he said, fine. He was kind of hesitant. He said, well, you want to pray for me now? So I prayed for him right then and there. And we, we commanded that cancer to die and get out of his body. And we spoke, we said, well, we want the spirit of God in your body. We want the Holy Spirit to start healing your body. And about, I would say, eight, nine months later, he he reached out to me because he was busy. I'm busy. He said, "Um, I'm free of cancer. I'm cancer free. Wow. Praise God. And he kept trying different medication. The doctors kept giving him this trial medications. He would have side effects. Then go back to another medication. So he, he said, I know it's not a medication because I tried so many once in such a short time. I know it's not a medication. I know it's God. He's free of cancer. They, the doctors even told him no need to take meds. Give me back all the meds <laughs> that you have left. There's no need to take meds anymore. And it's like we're the vessels. Amen. This is the kingdom of God that we're supposed to live. And to me, it's such a, it's a fantastic life to live every day. It's not that I have, I have everything I need, but I have all his blessings. 
And the protection that I had in like my road rage was the first thing that went. I've been trying to get rid of that road rage for years. Uh, I had always a, a little bit of, a, you know, that conscious inside me. I was like, this is not good. <laughs> I don't want to lose my temper like that every time I go in the street. Right. And that was the first thing that, that I noticed completely disappeared. I would start driving and I would feel, I would feel sorry for drivers that were driving or sometimes I would see truck drivers that were veering left and right in storm and I was like right behind them. I didn't feel worried. I felt like I should pray for them. Mm. You see, these things that were not natural for me, as much as I believed in God and all that, and, and in Jesus, and I was a safe Christian, they were not natural for me. Yeah, if I made efforts, I would make effort, you know. If I made an effort, I would be calm. But it was like putting a lid on a boiling pot, pretty much. Mm. It was like, at some point, it was bubbling over. Um, mm. So that's what I could do on my own. But I started experiencing this new attitude, new mindset. Yes. It was just like coming into me. Uh, the words that I would meditate, the words, like I would listen to to all those uh, classes you would post. Uh, the one on authority, the one on, on um, hindrances to faith, part one, part two. Then I went back. I started looking back to nightlife. And I was like, okay, what else did you post? <laughs> I got to catch up. <laughs> I downloaded about 30 some classes from your SoundCloud on my computer. And then I downloaded every single one. I copied it on my uh, messenger on the phone. Because if I have the link, I can access it uh, when I'm out. Mm -hmm. So e either I'm home on the computer or I'm out on the phone. I always have the links close by. Mm -hmm. And uh, I listen to them over and over and over. Sometimes I would pause the class because you, most of the times you're reading the Bible verses and Melvin tells you where to, <laughs> where to go. Um, and I would pause it because that Bible verse, as much as I had known it from before, it never really made an impact. You know, like I remember clearly one time you were reading, uh, uh, you are of God, little children, and you overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And it hit me so hard. I paused the, the audio right away. I was like, wow. If I am to really meditate on this, to absorb it, to truly believe it to my core. And then the next day when I have a problem to say, greater is he that is in me, that anything that is in the world, that's power. That's God's power. In wow. His word right there. That was my, my, my journey and still is my journey. It's always bright when you're listening to Nightlight. I got rid of mosquitoes on my property. And that's it. I can't stand mosquitoes. It's one other thing, and I know it's it's kind of weird, and everybody, Stephen is laughing at me. He was like, how's it going with mosquitoes? No mosquitoes. No mosquitoes. No mosquitoes. I said, I don't want mosquitoes on my property. I'm doing gardening. I'm doing all this. And they were attacking me viciously. I said, no, out. This is mine. This place gave me, my father gave me this place. You have no place in here. Out. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. If I am to believe that, Yes, at the name of Jesus, every knee does bow, and it better bow. Right. I'm just there to enforce it. I'm the police person. Yeah, and it, 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 it does. There, there is a trial of my faith. I had trials of my faith many times, and things would not happen right away. I still have mosquitoes, and I'd be like, <laughs> you didn't get the memo. You didn't get a memo. I didn't, oh, I'm not believing it. Something's not happening. I'm going back to the Word of God, and I'm going to read that. Um, 
but yes, and with with Sue, because she was very, very worried. So I shared with her a couple of the classes that you had with Melvin on resting in the Lord and also peace right. when the world falls to pieces. And she was very worried, uh, family is not well and all kinds of things, right? And this can get to us. Yes. This can get to us. Uh, so when I shared with her that when you have a life situation that's troublesome, we can stay there or we can, you know, the righteous runs into a strong tower and they're safe. And we can bring, what does the word of God say about this situation? Mm. Now I'm going to believe the word of God. Amen. It's very easy and it's still easy. I mean, it for me every day, it, every day, uh, I have situations at my work and uh, s- some of them are really not pleasant at all. Like at all. Some of them can, can be quite disturbing. And my, the spirit is always faithful. You're not of this world. You're not of this world. Don't let it bother you. It's not you. Because my life is not in the job. Right now, the Lord has me here. Maybe next week he'll have me somewhere else. My my dependency, my source of life, of existence, of everything, everything right, pertaining to life and godliness, mm. it's given to us. Everything. That took me months of, of meditation said, all things pertaining to life and godliness are given to us. I'm like, all things, <laughs> all things. That's a that's a high standard the Lord gave us there. I mean, yes. it is our Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. It took me a long, long time to meditate on all these things. But it's such an amazing peace. Whether I'm here or whether I'm somewhere else, whether I do this job or I do another job, I am my Father's. He provides for me turns everything into what I needed if I have to. That's right. It's not that. So when I've come to that conclusion, you know, story about Mary and Martha, that also is another major, major uh, point of reflection for me because Mary chose that good part that she'll never taken away from her. In my life, I always felt bad for Martha. <laughs> Before <laughs> I was a little bit of a Martha myself. Uh, I always felt, oh, well, but Martha was working, right? She was doing what they needed. And mm-hmm. Now they didn't need that. They didn't need the bread. Jesus, you know, he multiplied the fish and the loaves. He could have multiplied her soup if he wanted to. <laughs> it's, like, it's not about that, right? Now I'm, I'm learning to every day, every day, every time it happens, many times a day to make the same choice that Mary made and like take that good part. And that's the word of God. That's abiding in him. Yes. As a result, like my life has has completely transformed. Wow. A few times, 300 degrees like that, over and over and over. Because the word of God, yes, it's alive. Now I experience every day what Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. For me, it was always like, okay, well, the spirit and life, I guess, you know, in heaven, we'll make it there and I'll get to see and have spirit and life in heaven. No, (laughs) it's now. I get to live it now. And whether it's a small thing, whether it's a big thing, I think it's the inner spiritual walk that counts. And things do come to me, right? And then my first reaction sometimes is like, oh, no, my work is getting crazy and all these reports. And that's an initial reaction that a lot of people have. And I realize that's the wrong reaction to have. 
I don't want to have that reaction. That's a stronghold in my mind. You know, all the strongholds that, that Paul talks about and renewing of my mind. Well, that renewing of my mind has many, many compartments, right? Mm. Like the, the compartment of believing I'm saved, that's done. That's completely like nobody can tell me otherwise. <laughs> nobody can convince me I'm not safe. Nobody can convince me Jesus is not son of God. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Have fun. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and, and everybody knows that. But most of us have that compartment of our mind, that little stronghold, completely done. We're saved without, yes. without a shadow of a doubt. But I had to work on the other compartment. Well, if I'm saved, am I really healed? <laughs> because if I don't see it right now, and there's no pressure to see my salvation now, it's a lot easier. Yeah, of course I'm saved. I don't have to prove it to anybody. I'm saved. Well, the Word of God says that, so it's easier for me to say so. But to act on it... When I go to somebody, when I tell um, my friend that I want to go pray for her aunt, for her cancer, and that I know God will heal her because manifested in her life because she's healed, because Jesus paid for it. She was like, what? Well, my other friend with cancer, it's not me. I'm the vessel. My other friend with cancer, he's healed. It's not because of me. I'm the vessel. It's God's power. And it is his will. Uh, why, why did Jesus have to suffer if it wasn't his will for us to be healed and live a happy life, live a joyful life, live a peaceful life? Why? Why else? Like, uh, they were back to square one when Adam and Eve left the garden. Why did Jesus have to come after all if we're back square one? That's right. <laughs> Buckles my mind. So the more I put the word into practice in my life, and when I say put it into practice, is abide in the word. I, I, I don't go a day without having at least two, three classes. I Like I said, I have, I have those links. In the morning, I have a Bible class on the go. At lunchtime, I'll have a Bible class. If I don't get to finish it, I'll finish it afterwards, <laughs> after I finish work. And then in the evening, I listen to another Bible class. And in between, I listen to scripture songs. And then I praise and I sing and I speak in tongues and I pray. And Super. And it's not because of me. It just naturally comes out of me. I naturally desire these Bible classes. They're lifeline. It's like you swim, you swim, you swim, and you're like, oh, are they there? <laughs> That's what these Bible classes are to me. And it's in the abiding, but it's also, it's also shutting down anything that we think it's worldly. That's how I started work, walking in the new creation. I started walking in the new creation little by little. Helping, allowing my mind to be renewed by the Spirit of God through the word that I've read. And you don't just read it. You don't just listen. Sometimes I would just study it. Right. So I would listen to, to the class in authority in the morning. At lunchtime, I would meditate on some of the Bible verses that you read in there. At nighttime, I got my laptop and I would listen to the class. And then I would study it on a separate Word document. And I would copy paste because I have a, a Bible online. Search the Bible verse, copy paste it, put it in there, and then make notes of how this helps me for today or any situation that I could think of that is the opposite of this Bible verse. So sometimes uh, my son, he had an accident years ago, so he still has some reminiscing issues. He's more of a, I'll believe it when I see it kind of person. But that doesn't impact me. I told him, like, if I pray for you, it's going to happen anyway, whether you believe it or not. So when I, when I pray for him, it happened. Praise God. He learned to come and say, please pray, pray because I'm not feeling well. 
the moment I pray for him. And when I say prayer, it's not like, Lord, please help him. I'm saying, no, in the name of Jesus, sickness, you be gone. Amen. I bind your power in the name of Jesus, you go. It's a done thing. I don't look at it as if, I look as if, you know, it's something to be done. It's something to be enforced because it was done. That's right. Yeah. And I switch my mindset. If my natural reaction is to be worried, my tractor got stolen, right? Right. So the quote-unquote natural worries, that's just Satan, would come to my mind. Oh, what if they come for your car? Oh, what if they're going to break into the house? Oh, <laughs> you know, little things like that. And and I was like, no, what's the word of God say? It doesn't matter. This stupid tractor could be gone. It doesn't matter. But what does the word of God say? Yes. Um, how many more times? I, I've lived here for over 12 years. Never ever did I have any issues. Nothing has happened to my property ever since this happened. So I go back to the word of God for everything that happens in my life. Okay, what does the word of God say about this? Well, worry not about tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow should worry about yourself. It's like, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yes. It's become easier. In the beginning, it's it, a lot of these negative um, mindsets that I had built in my mind that were hitting me constantly. It was a lot of, a lot harder to, to fight it. Now it's easier, especially because I know the word better. So now things come to my mind right away. The spirit speaks to me right away. If, if my work is going crazy, the spirit calms me down right away. Peace I live with you. You have the peace of God that passes all understanding. That's right. If you keep your eyes on the Lord, he shall keep thee. Okay? That's what I'm doing. So it's a it's a very quick switch for me, for my mind. My focus and my, my objective is for that switch to become opposite for everything that happens, that my reaction is the word of God, naturally. And some things, they do happen. Like I told you, I've, I've been in situations where I could have been in a, in a collision with other cars. And last minute, they passed me by inches. And I was completely at peace. I was like, oh, my father knows what he's doing. <laughs> Nothing shall touch me. He promised. I'm all good. No, I'm, I don't need to be upset. Lord, help him make it home. Because the way he drives, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and I don't have those worries anymore. But not because I'm making an effort. It's a supernatural transformation. I'm living it every day. Wow. It's the real deal. It's the real deal. We really are a new creation. We really are. All things are passed away. All things are become new. Yes. It's just being so bound to what we call a natural world, which to me is such a such a delusion. To me, it's a, a delusion to call this world a natural world. It's not. This is a Satan-imposed dominion. He's an imposter. I don't even want to discuss some things with him. That's right. He has no place in here. Absolutely not. It's my father that owns these things. It's, it's our father. It's God that's given us everything. Jesus even came about, you know, he made the utmost sacrifice for any of us. He bought us back because he bought us back with a price, right? Yes. He bought us back from mm -hmm. Satan. He bought us back from Savior. He, he, he has no place. He has no dominion. He's just a punk. Out. <laughs> like nothing that he can bring in as a natural circumstances are natural. They're not natural. God made this world to be in a supernatural, we, what we would call supernatural, but that would be the normal way. There's no sickness, there's no disease, there's no crying, there's no sadness, there's no hurt, there's no killing, there's no war. That's God's kingdom. 
Amen. That's the way he intended us for it. And that's why Jesus said, go and preach the kingdom. Right. His death and resurrection and sickness and taking it all on himself, he opened a portal through which we have access to the kingdom of God and through which we bring it to the world that needs it so badly. Wow. This world has been hijacked. It has been hijacked by Satan and his demons and all of us. I mean, at some point, I know I did. I went and I played by his rules. We should not. We should not accept anything that's from him. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Out. There is no compromise. There's no middle ground between my natural life with Satan and I'll pray to God when the doctors don't help anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you for, for being so <laughs> adamant in posting all those classes because I went back over and over and over and over and over and uh, I cannot tell you how many hours. My house is, is, it's a nice house, but I have my daughter and my son, so they're still going to school. Sometimes I, I find it a little too, I need to escape, so I go driving. There are some back roads here. We have a beautiful countryside. And uh, I, sometimes I'm gone for five, six hours. And during those five, six hours, I listen to four or five Alba classes back to back to back to back wow. to back to back to back. Wow. Seriously, it's... Uh, yeah, it's really a lifeline. If people really dwelt on it to meditate, that's the secret. You cannot just, because otherwise the classes you post, are, they're fantastic, they're interesting, they're exciting, they capture attention, and that's great. I mean, you can't leave it at that. You can't just say, oh yeah, that was fantastic and great, and then you go out and start being upset, or you worry about things, or you can't. That's not for information. That's for nourishment. That's right. <laughs> So you got to go back to it and you got to meditate and you got to, what does this say? What does that say? And sometimes I have this online Bible and uh, sometimes if you say, uh, you read a Bible verse, I just pause the class right there and I'd go on. I'm like, okay, let me find some other one, sacrifice or power of God. So I do a search onto my online Bible. I'm like power of God. And I find everything, every single word in that Bible that, that talks about the power of God. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And that's interesting. And oh, look at the other one. And soon enough, you know, you're going to read that one that I just find afterwards. Yeah, this transformation of the new creation. I, I think that's, that's the Christian life. This is the Christian life. Inspiring you to dig deeper into God's word. You're listening to Nightlight. daughter had an overnight transformation just from listening to resting in the lord and she's kept it ever since she got those bible verses and she she saves them on her uh, on her phone she has a place on that and when she goes oh, when i'm a little stressed on that I, I go back to those bible verses because they remind me of the class i think the words don't really do it justice but life-changing yeah transformational but even with the the end time news, I do follow those as well. And um, one thing that helped me look at these things is to have, I know it's going to sound maybe a little bit cliche, but look at the events that we go through right now with complete peace and assurance. Yes. I do have friends that I, I connect with and uh, they send me this, oh, now it's the monkeypox. Oh, now it's that. Oh, they discovered some things in Ukraine. Right. <sighs> It's going to get worse, bro. <laughs> it's going to get so much worse. It will. There's the temptation to to allow that 
to to fester in us and i think it can borderline touch on worry and fear absolutely these things are not in our control as human beings right right whoever is doing it and pulling the strings they will continue to do it they will continue to do it and there are a lot of people out there like normal natural whatever organizations that are not christians that keep fighting the restrictions and fight this right, and right, fight right. that yes can you really fight satan with your own human power no you can't no you can't no you gotta have the name of jesus that's you right you gotta have the power that god's given you and amen let the dead bury their dead if that's the way they want to go about it, that's the way it will be. And there is no peace without the Prince of Peace. Amen. We're going to have to go through it. However God decides to be, it will be. But I don't want to let those things steal my peace. No. They're not going to steal peace. I mean, look at COVID, right? Right. Overnight. The entire right. world, the entire world shut down overnight. Like, yeah. seriously? It's unprecedented. That's right. And it's the first of many, I believe. The first of many to come. But during those days, during those years, I never really had a fear or a panic that I would get sick. And actually, I think, in fact, I did. They keep track of you in some stores. If you're a member of certain stores, they keep track when you go and purchase things. Then they call you back to say, oh, you may have been infested. And they add your name onto the list <laughs> of suspects. And I think I, I did one time. I just felt under the weather for a couple of days and, you know, like a mild flu. I think I might have. I don't know doesn't matter. Right. That's besides the point. If I am to let a virus steal my peace, what am I going to do when I'm facing armies trying to shoot us down? That's right. <laughs> right? And, and I think the new creation is very closely interlocked with them that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Yes. Because hoping that God will do it for me is one thing. Pleading with him to do it and come true for me, step in. It's true, right? Right. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall rise up a stand against him. I, I claim that. But knowing that Jesus stepped on all these principalities and powers, he stepped on and made a mockery of them, and on top of it, gave him to be the head of all things, and put Satan under his feet, under the church, and we're the church, and we're not acting like it, <laughs> because we are in charge of them. We call the shots. We call the shots. It's God that calls the shots. It's not them. That's right. That's the way I see it. And that's the way I've been living my life for the past few years. It's a wonderful <laughs> journey every single day. Amen. Learning more and more. Seeing things. Learning things. Going back to the word of God. Yeah. That's what I did this morning. I was listening to uh, our inheritance in Christ. I was doing a little bit of uh, gardening and, and fixing some stuff. And I had that inheritance of Christ singing in my ears and Walking in the Spirit. We need to walk in the Spirit. Nightlight. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. Amelia, by the way, where are you speaking to us from in Canada? Uh, New Brunswick. It's New Brunswick. It's a small little part on the Atlantic side. It's a very nice, uh, peaceful countryside place. And people here are very, very mellow, extremely friendly. Very, very sweet. You can start by conversation with, with so many people here. They're super friendly. And since this COVID thing, people here are very uh, broken, if I can say that. Yeah, Everybody yeah. lost somebody. And it's not because of COVID. They, they lost somebody because they didn't get the medical attention on time, because of restrictions. Yeah. Yeah, so they're yeah. broken. Sometimes I feel like just walking into the hospital and healing everybody there. 
think you should. And I believe that you'll be one of those who in the last days will be strong and do exploits. And all because you're believing and acting on the promises in God's word. Amelia, thank you so much for coming on the program. Such a pleasure to hear you just bubbling over with testimonies and the joy of the Lord. Yeah, no, I just can't help it. And this is just me every day. This is mm-hmm. me every day. Mm-hmm. And this is how I speak with my friends at work. I do work with some uh, people that they're Christian, right? And the whole thing is like, oh, I'm so stressed today. Oh, I'm so depressed. Oh, I'm right. so sad. And I'm like, ah, no, no, no. I used to be there. No, 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 no. Put on the brakes. <laughs> Stop. Time out. Yeah. <laughs> Amelia, any last words to our listeners? If there's anything I can tell them is... Make a time, pick and choose. Say, okay, I'm more interested in the authority. What's this about? Or I'm more interested in the inheritance. What's this about? Take it and really chew it down to the bone. Get those Bible verses down. Let the word of God work in your spirit. Not your spirit, in your soul, because your spirit is done. (laughs) You're a new creation, yeah. 